the uh, undefeated Sean O'Malley, of course. Uh, another fight week for you. We'll give us the, uh, the feelings right now ahead of another big fight for you. I feel good. I'm excited. The crowds are back, and uh, I clearly don't need them to, to go out there and perform. I've, I've proved that. And, uh, but the fact that they're coming back, it, it just it ups everything. Yeah. Wouldn't be the Sugar Show without a little bit of drama, right? I mean, you get the late switch up in opponent, but uh, you know, you you tweeted out. I think uh, not surprised. I mean, so were you just the whole time really mentally preparing to have to switch things up? It was weird. I just wasn't like when I got the call. I, nothing. I was just like, eh, I wasn't. I truly wasn't surprised. Um, I, yeah, I wasn't surprised that it, it happened. Um, yeah. How about the opponent itself, right? Because it seemed like there was a list of people putting their names, you know, in the, putting their hands in the air, and then you end up with a newcomer. Um, were you surprised at that, that they, that they brought somebody in from outside the promotion? They sent me a, a list of a couple guys, Simon being one of them. Um, I, I told them, I said, I want to obviously stay on the card. I've had a great camp. Um, I'm, you know, my, my weight's trending for a, a bantamweight fight. Find me Pete, someone that can make 35. They, they, they sent me a list of a couple guys. Simon was the there was the toughest one on there, and I, I, I picked him. They called me and said, oh, he can't make weight. So I don't know if it was just a miscommunication that, oh, he, he, he put his name in there, 445. Um, but, I, but I was pretty clear with the OC. I said, I want to I fight at 35. Um, so I don't know. I, there, there was a lot of people on Twitter that, that called me out that weren't on that list. I don't know if – I don't really know. I just um, – I'm just happy I'm on the card yeah. at 35. And that's a good thing. They're getting to compete. But does it feel almost like a no-win situation? I mean, obviously, this guy comes in and shocks you. He's shocking the world. You beat him. It's like, oh, Mally beat another can. You know, when are they ever going to test this guy? Yeah, no, absolutely. That's the, that's what's, that's the, um, the word around town. I, it's, it's, a lot of people think it's a lose-lose for me. Um, I make a lot of money, go out there and knock, knock this kid out. This kid's tough. This is not you – know, I, I watched one of his fights this morning for the first time. He's not. He's not just a scrub. He's not a nobody. He's not a. I mean, he is kind of a nobody. No one really knows who he is. But to be fair, not a lot of people know who Simon is really. I mean, he's he's beat a couple dudes in the UFC. Um, I couldn't tell you how many fights he's even had in the UFC. So yeah, it's it's a. He comes in there, shocks the world. It's a huge fight for him. Props for him just you know stepping up to take it. You know, he might be thinking it's a win-win for him. He goes out there and, and loses. He's in the UFC. But I don't just knock people out. I, I change people's careers. I really, you know, mentally the way I knock people out, they gotta, you know, they step into that cage. They're different the next fight out there. So, you, this could be the beginning of his career. Or this could be the end of his career. We'll see. No, it's not the last thing for me. I guess what is the goal for you? I know you want to go out there and win, but it seems like you're pretty pumped up with fans back in the building. So does it feel like you want to go in there and put on even more of a show than normal, or do something extra special? Those viral moments that you're famous for? Yeah, I don't think I have to do anything extra special. I think everything I do is, is pretty special. Um, it's pretty extra special anyway. Uh, I'm ready for 15-minute war. This kid's tough. Um, my knockouts don't come from me trying to get viral knockouts. They come from – it's just my style. It's how I've been knocking people out since I was 16 years old. It just happens. And if I go out there and try to force something like that, that's when it gets – you know, that's when it's dangerous for me. So I go out there. I'm ready for a 15-minute war. Um, just so happens that I find people's chins in, in spectacular fashion. Sean, over to your left over here. Uh, you recently, recent interview you did, you were talking about how everyone wants to see you fight a wrestler, and that's something we haven't seen from you yet. So instead of 
getting a wrestler, have you ever thought about going into a matchup like this one, for example, and trying to show it off ahead of time before you get these wrestlers? Well, people want to see me get wrestled. They don't want to see me wrestle. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I'm, I'm 26 years old. I got 10 years in the UFC. We're going to see me fight a wrestler. Um, you know, that, that was a, the big one of the reasons I picked Simon. The, the, he literally, his game plan is to lay on me. And I wanted to go out there and put his lights out. So um, he missed a huge opportunity. He could even said, I'm going to make 35, came in and missed weight, still gets to fight me on the biggest card, still gets knocked out, but gets to fight me. So, uh, yeah, I think, you know, I got 10 years of fight. We're going we're gonna to see me fight a wrestler. So are you kind of looking at Ricky next? or No, he's, he, he missed his opportunity, man. He, he really did. It sucks for him, but, but definitely not. I got someone in, 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 uh, in my mind who's going to be next. All right, sounds good. And, you know, you're very popular on Twitch, you know, been doing the gaming. So just curious going back, like, what was your favorite game growing up? Yeah, I, I get addicted to one game at a time. I, some people play, like, three, four different games. I get addicted, and in my mind, I, I, I'm like, I'm going to be the best in the world this game. Unrealistic. But um, favorite game growing up, depends how old I was. Madden was up there. Um, Call of Duty was up there. Halo at one point was up there. Um, probably Call of Duty if I had to pick one. Best of luck, Sean. Thanks. Thank you. Sean, right here. Uh, how's the last few months been for you, like, outside the octagon? Because we've seen you at the, the trailer shows. We've seen you at the concerts and everything. <laughs> so uh, how's life been between fights? Yeah. Um, yeah, after the, well, I did a pre the, the conference last time. I, I said I wanted to go to that fight, and, and you guys made it happen. So thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, the trailer event was nuts. It was fun. It was my first time going to, like, a big party like that. And it was fun. And that, that lifestyle can pull you in 100%. I could see how people get sucked into that. Um, you know, I think I partied like three weekends in a row, which was – I've never done that. It was fun. It was a really good time. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very prepared. Will you be going to the Jake Paul Woodley fight? That's, I mean, where is that at? Is that Miami as well? No. We don't know yet. We don't know. I'm going to be there 100%. And then before your, after your last fight, you said you were very excited specifically to fight Thomas Almeida because uh, he, he kind of flat-footed, goes forward, and he could do a lot of damage to him throughout the fight. Specifically with Chris, have you watched anything that shows that you are excited for this stylistic matchup? Um, yeah, well, like I said, I watched this, him fight for the first time this morning. Um, he, he likes to stand southpaw. I haven't really fought any southpaws, um, so, so that'll be interesting. But it doesn't really look like he's fought any southpaws. And I, I, I can literally stand both stances and be just as effective offensive and defensive. Um, I do that better than anybody in the UFC. So we'll, we'll see how he adapts to a southpaw and southpaw. Um, you know, I've knocked a lot. Of, my first pro boxing fight, my only pro boxing fight was southpaw and southpaw, and I broke that dude's jaw. So um, we'll see which, which stance he wants to come out with. Were you looking to fight a southpaw for this next fight, like specifically, or did it just happen you picked this fight and he's a southpaw? No, I didn't know. I, I, watched, I didn't know he was a southpaw until this morning. Um, I, I know Smolka, I'm pretty sure he's orth, just orthodox. I, think he, I mean, everyone kind of switches here and there a little bit, but I think uh, Smolka was orthodox. Um, and yeah. And then two more quick ones. Uh, will we see you uh, courtside, the NBA Finals, back home uh, at all? <laughs> yeah, I would, I would love to. Yeah, that would be. That would be insane. I went to uh, the the Lakers Suns game and we, we were up in like the suites yeah. and it's just not the same. I want to be courtside, or or else I'd rather watch at home. But yeah, I mean if if that if we could make that happen, 
yeah. Little Wayne's been very loud courtside for those fights. I yeah. Mean, those those games. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that's definitely something something I would I would like to do. And then finally, uh, prediction for the main event: Connor and Dustin. I think uh, I think Connor gets it done. I think um, it's such a tricky fight. It's, it's a tricky fight. Me say, even just saying that right now, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe goes into the later rounds and doesn't. I don't know, man. I, I think uh, I think Connor gets it done. Sean, real quickly to your right, a bit of left field, but um, who do you favor in the upcoming Sam Hagen and Dillashaw fight, and why? Good question. That's in this cage, right? Apex, small cage. I think that. I mean, I don't. I don't think people realize how much different fights are from little cage to big cage. Um, that fight's going to be crazy because they both just move so much. Um, there's a lot of question marks around TJ. Can he perform without needles? I don't know. No one knows. We'll see. Um, Corey can. We've seen him do it. We don't know how long TJ has been taking that. How does that affect him mentally? There's, there's a lot of question marks there. Um, I got Corey. I think Corey's going to get the job done. Hey, Sean, can I ask you a little bit more? Uh, this fight, coming into Las Vegas, the big fight card at T-Mobile sold out, kind of the first big event here in the fight capital of the world. Can you talk a little bit about being on this card, uh, the importance of this, and kind of getting back to uh, to normal with, with, with everything? Yeah, I, I mean, even when we were fighting at the Apex, it definitely felt a little off without the crowds. But, it, I mean, for fight week, it's pretty much this. It's, it feels normal every time we do fight week. It, little things different here and there. Um, the f if there was no fans, I'd go out there and do the same thing I'm going to do. Just having the fans, it just makes it more exciting, more energy, more electric. Um, and, and the Connor Dustin, there's gonna. This could be potentially the biggest card ever, or biggest pay per view ever. More eyeballs than ever. And though there's a ton of celebrities that are going to be out. Um, a lot of people performing in Vegas that weekend, so all eyes are on, are on uh, the fight card Saturday night. And then, uh, can I ask you a little bit, the, the Athletic Commission no longer testing for marijuana, weed now, I mean, just your thoughts on that. Is that true? Uh, is that like, for sure, oh wow. Um, yeah, I'm usually about two weeks out kind of guy to where I stop because the munchies, I don't know if you heard about them, uh, and we gotta cut weight, and it's just, um, no, I, I like the little two weeks break. It, it's a because if if I didn't have to do it, which I guess I don't now anymore, but uh, I always enjoyed the little two weeks. It made it, it made it. Uh, I, I enjoy the two week break, so uh, I'm excited for after. But yeah, nothing changes there for me. I'll probably continue to do two weeks um, out. Hey, Sean, over here. Uh, your hair matches your shirt pretty well, but is it, is it gonna stay that way until Saturday? Yeah, the hair, the hair matched the whole merch drop. I had the Sugar Show merch drop. Um, I wrapped my Tesla in the, in the same colors, pink and blue. Um, it's just fun to, fun to play around with that. The merch drop was, went really, really well. And then uh, Danny, my girl, she does, does my hair. So it's always fun to just play around with, with uh, the different looks. Thanks. Sean, to your left. So you're one of the most criticized fighters. Everybody calls you out. Everybody wants to fight you, everybody criticizes your opponents. Why do you think that is? Because a lot of the fighters don't get jealous. the attention you get. They're jealous? I, I think a lot of fighters don't get the attention I get. I'm, I'm putting on beautiful performances. It comes down to the knockouts, really. I mean, going back to the Alfred knockout, even before that, when I was in the UFC, when I fought David Nuzo, that knockout went viral. It comes down to the, to the performances. Um, people are 
are are attracted to that. I think it comes out of the performances and then, um, you know, the the outfits even. It's just little things that uh, that get attention. I, I mean, this is my fight. Even though I'm fighting Chris, who's never been in the UFC, is still going to do huge numbers. There's still going to be a ton of people watching this fight, a ton of people that are excited for this fight. I feel like my fan base is just as excited for my fight as they are the trilogy, Conor versus Dutch, Dustin, which is insane. Um, and I think the numbers will show that. I don't know if you can really prove that at all, but I, I, if, if you can, I think it would show that. How much of the marketing is it in the octagon versus outside of the octagon? Because some guys can fight and they don't get the attention. Yeah, the, everything I do outside the octagon isn't really – I mean, it is kind of marketing. It is kind of thought about, but it, a lot of it's just because I enjoy it. The podcast, the streaming on Twitch, um, making vlogs on YouTube. It's it's because I enjoy that stuff, and it just so so happens to be marketing as well. Last question. Conor McGregor has left a lasting legacy on the sport. How has he inspired you as a fighter? Because he's obviously changed the game in terms of not just being a fighter, but being a superstar. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. He's. I remember, I think the first time I watched him fight was against Max Holloway. Um, and he just something about him. You're like, damn, I want to watch him fight again. I want to continue to watch. And, and I just, you know, I've watched every single interview he's ever done. I've watched all of his fights multiple times. Um, I, I love the way he carries himself. And, and a lot of people said I try to be like Connor, try to be. It's like we, I don't know. If, I mean, we, you can have two people that have similar personalities, you know, like, oh, you try to dress like Connor. You try to fight like Connor, try to act like Connor, talk like Connor. It's like, no, that's not true at all. I definitely have taken taken bits and pieces and learned from him, which I think is the smart thing to do. Um, learn from someone who's that successful and is doing that well. Um, but yeah, he's definitely inspired me a ton. Um, the way he carries himself, the way he handles pressure, the way he goes into these big fights. Um, I, I've learned a lot from him. I've, I'm, I'm pumped to meet him. I've never met him, so it, it'll be cool. Sean, over here on your left, uh, your rival Cheeto Vera recently put on an impressive performance against Davy Grant. You said that your main takeaway was that Cheeto seemed slow. Uh, what did Cheeto do in that fight that impressed you, and does that rematch interest you potentially next after this weekend since Cheeto is a ranked opponent? Um, Cheeto's tough. That's it. He's tough. He uh, He's slow. I think we all saw that. <clears throat> I was very high watching that. I'm like, is this slow motion or is he actually that slow? He's slow. He's just not, which is, you know, he's tough. That, that's his best attribute is, is he's durable and he's tough. Um, a rematch after this fight, no, I don't think he's quite deserved that yet. He beat Davy Grant. I didn't even know Davy Grant was a person. <laughs> I'm about to beat Chris. No one knows he's a person either. So, But uh, I'm gonna, I have someone in mind I'm going to call out after this fight. It's not Cheeto. Um, you know, I think that's a big, big fight down the line if he continues to win. And you recently said that you don't necessarily mind fighting whoever the UFC chooses for you because, in your opinion, they're all easy. Uh, out of the top 15 at Bantamweight, <laughs> who presents one. the toughest challenge for you and why? I mean, the, realistically, uh, everyone in the top 10 is a tough fight. Fighting is crazy. Going in there with anybody, I mean, even Chris, no one knows. knows it. I mean, it's still a a, a fight. It's still going to be a tough fight. Um, yeah, I mean, the whole the re realistically, the whole top ten is is tough fights. I just believe in my preparation and, and my skill set that that I can take take them all out. 
And last one from me. You said recently that you're going to knock out Chris with something you've never done before. What should fans expect to see in this fight? Yeah, that's the plan. Go out there and get another viral knockout. But like I said, it's <clears throat> I, when I close my eyes, I, I kind of try to picture what what would be crazy, what would be insane, what would, what's never been done before. Um, just to get the, just to kind of plant the seed in my mind. Maybe if if I see that opportunity in the octagon, you go. The, the idea is hurt him. I want to hurt him to where he's. You know, when I hurt Eddie, he was like just hardly there. When I hurt Al or when I hurt Alfred. In, in the contender series, he was just hardly there. Those are the moments that I can pick and choose what kind of knockouts I want. I gotta hurt him first, and then I get the spectacular knockout. Um, so yeah, I, I plan on doing, you know, going in there. Like I said, I'm ready for 15 minutes. If if it's gonna be 15 minutes, um, you know, we saw me against Thomas Almeida. I was I could have went five fives. Um, I'm ready for 15 minutes. Um, I'd like to hurt him and, and and do something that's never been seen before. Thanks, Sean. Sean, do you have a post-fight strain picked out yet? Post-fight strain? Um, no, I don't. I'm. I'm uh, I plan on getting a little drunk after, actually, a little buzzed up, and then uh, maybe, maybe maybe wind down about three, four a.m. with with a joint. But you know, I plan on getting buzzed up after. Hey, Sean. Um, you know, one of the functions of trash talk, sort of intended or not, is marketing, as you were just talking about. Um, I'm just curious how you would compare sort of talking smack in the capacity of a UFC fighter versus doing so as a gamer on Twitch or otherwise. <laughs> God, yeah, talking smack on, on gaming. I, that, yeah, that's uh, that's probably where I where I got it from. I've been the Call of Duty trash talk's the worst too. Like it's it's, it's bad. Um. Compared to talking trash in the UFC, I, I I feel like you have to have a good opponent, not a good opponent, but someone fun to talk trash to. Like with Smolka, there I didn't say anything bad. I mean, I said he licked the wrestling match because he tried to get staffed. But that was after. But I had nothing bad to say about Smolka. I really don't have anything bad to say about Chris. I'm, I'm you know thankful he took the fight, and he he should be thankful like that he gets the fight. But um. Yeah, I think you know the Peter Yan fight, the Cody Garbrandt fight, the TJ Dillashaw fight. Those are those are going to be the ones where where it's going to be some mental warfare, some some back and forth bickering, some some shit talking, and I'll probably practice on Call of Duty. Yeah. What, what kind of practice and what what lessons have you learned in Call of Duty? <laughs> um, can't get your feelings hurt. Can't take it personal. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. Second round KO.